Welcome to the Run with Chestnut podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about our, the three of us, our experience watching a show that we've never seen in the previous uh, however many years of our lives. Uh, this show has yep. been going on for how many seasons, guys? Do you know? Well, we're on season 16. All right, so. season 16. So 16 seasons, and we have not watched a single episode until this year. And the yep. only reason why we watched uh, was because our good buddy, who will be yep. on a future episode of the podcast, hopefully, uh, was on the show. And so we, we watched it. It wasn't like any other kind of show that we've seen before. At least I can speak for myself never that I've seen. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to talk all about the show, and it's called The Bachelorette. Uh, like how's it going? Said family guy. Exactly. All right, Andrew, <laughs> Simon. Greetings, gentlemen. <laughs> Greetings. I, I feel betrayed. I was told that it was going to be the family guy. Oh, we're doing we're doing the Family Guy episode next week. <laughs> yep. Um, all your empty promises. Listen, all of them, all of them. <laughs> so yes, we the three of us watch The Bachelorette, and it's because our good buddy Joe Park was on it. Uh, and I feel like it's a different experience consuming this type of show as a person who. Don't like you. You don't. We don't get the visual cues, right? That everyone else gets, right? Nope. And so I thought it'd just be an interesting discussion on like how what we got out of this show and maybe how we understood it and how we perceived the different things that went down, right? Um. So I don't know, so, Andrew. You want to start off? Like, what, what, yeah. What are, what are your so thoughts? <clears throat> uh, surprisingly, I mean, going into this, I. I had a general idea of what kind of reputation The Bachelorette had and just basically what kind of uh, show to expect from it. And going into it, I was expecting to get a lot less than what I actually did get because uh, not to say that this isn't true, but um, The Bachelorette, you know, it's about people, uh, a group of people trying to impress one person um, to make them you know, romantically viable. Um, and basically, uh, from that perspective, we're missing the whole visual aspect of it, which I th- I'm pretty sure is a huge, huge part of mm-hmm. how the show plays out. So, um, but despite not having that aspect, there's still a surprising amount of depth. And uh, dare I say it, I actually enjoy and sympathize with parts of the show. Um, definitely not something I would normally watch on my own. So I enlisted the help of a good friend to help uh, keep me focused throughout the show. So, yeah. yeah. And then it became a watch party with the three of us and my other friend, friend, Kay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, The Bachelorette... Um, very interesting uh, social dynamic, I think, and uh, it definitely it definitely reemphasized some aspects of like the social life that hasn't really been relevant the past few months. Um, so I'll, I'll say one thing that what originally like, jumped in my mind when I especially okay, and maybe like we'll go in or in chronological order, right? So or like a little bit. So in the first episode. And we don't, we don't, we're not, we're not talking about every single, each end of episode, but 
in the beginning, the first thing that struck me was how am I going to keep track of all these people? <laughs> you know, oh, because yeah. I remember oh. like, so again, for, for those who don't remember, like I have vision or I had vision in the past. And if I had vision, it's, it's very easy to visually identify people, right? So if I was watching this show visually, like in the past, or mm-hmm. like if, you know, in the past when I watched other shows, I could remember characters be like, oh yeah, that's the guy with like the red hair and the funny glasses, or that's the guy, you know? So there's a, there are visual things that I can I use to identify people with. If I'm only using people's voices and you're only getting a few seconds clip at a time, they yeah. all sound like vaguely middle-aged men. Oh, yeah, gosh. like testosterone so vi- or uh, middle-aged men. Yeah. They all sound the similar. Yeah. So Pretty it's similar. like, yeah. And how are you supposed to tell? And I, I mean, obviously there's slight differences, but like there are 30 guys that you're meeting one after another, after another, and you're only getting yeah. like five second clips. And I'm just, and they all have names like, you know, Bennett and Brett and Blake. Some of them share names Briston, too. And yes, Chris C and Chris whatever. And it's like, yeah. how are you supposed to, you know, and so, I'll say, uh, Simon and I, when we were first trying to get into the show, we watched the first episode like twice, and then another time just for good measure uh, with with Kay. And basically, there were I took notes. I wanted to. Yes, Andrew make made like sure. a dictionary of names <laughs> yeah. and, and their yes. traits. Like, oh, you know, Blake's the one who did this and this. Like, I can, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then I deleted it like three weeks later. But like, basically, <laughs> it's. Um, yeah, it was a lot. And I was so outraged because I was like, there are 30 guys, right? I was like, I'm missing number 29 and 30. Where are the other yeah, two? Guys? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't think they talked. And I was like, damn it, no. It's like, why? Yeah, so keeping track, I think, was that was the first thing that sort of struck me as like, oh, okay, this is like, this is something that, first of all, it's sort of important, right? Because the whole point is like, this girl is supposed to pick one of these guys and like, they all do like these stunts to try to get attention and stuff. And it sort of speaks to their personality, what they do, right? So sort of remembering who is who is somewhat relevant, pretty, pretty relevant. Um, and, I, well, there was, uh, normally I would say telling the girls' voices are slightly easy, but there was only one girl on the show, obviously, yeah. uh, Claire. Yeah. So, yeah, Simon, what you thought? What you think, like, initial thoughts when you first started watching? Honestly, it was actually kind of what I expected it to be. But... Um, it was interesting. Uh, well, like with Andrew, when we were watching it, we were having trouble uh, getting the names and stuff. And then uh, eventually we kind of got to get a gist of what the characters do and wh- what's going on. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I will say, okay, I don't know. T- tell me, both of you tell me if you experience the same thing, right? But for me, um, I can I can talk to someone on the phone or, you know, because this is basically like watching them, watching the TV for us since we can't see is basically having a phone conversation, right? Pretty much. So mm. I can have a phone conversation or like interact with them virtually, right? For right. months. Yeah. But then when I meet them, I get a completely different vibe. And so if we're talking yeah, for, about relationships, right? I could be really into someone if it's just on the phone. Right. Again, for months. But then when I meet them, I have there's zero attraction, zero attraction, right? Like, oh yeah, I've seen this in action. Yes, (laughs) yeah, Andrew has seen this in action. (laughs) I no names, no names. names. Okay, Um, but 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 yeah, but like, and even and that was back when I was sighted. And even as a blind person, 
where there is no visual cue. So like technically it should be the same thing in person or virtually. It's not like I will talk to people or someone for a, a while on the phone and be totally into them or not be at all into them. And then when I meet them in person, it's completely different. Right. Are you guys the same about that? Oh yeah. No, definitely. Um, I, yeah, yeah. You are. Okay. I mean, what is it? I think back in high school, I was so skeptical back then. It's just like, my sister was like, yeah, you know, I met, I met this guy. He's got like this totally amazing energy around him. And I'm like, energy, what are you talking about? I was like, this, are we, are we back in like meditation or praying with our parents? Like what, what, what are you talking about? And I had this huge skepticism until like much later, like halfway through college, basically where I began to realize, Oh, I mean, yeah, there, there is that, that unidentifiable element to a person's personality. And I guess that's what people mean when they say the energy they bring, because on the phone or just in a recording or a video or like, um, I think this also goes for sighted people too, that when you meet someone in person, it's very much different. And we're realizing that most at this time where everything has, uh, most things have become virtual. You see that the funny part, the funny thing is that I know sighted people who go both ways though. Uh. You know, that's what I'm curious about you guys. So Andrew, you say yes, definitely. Simon, you say not so much, right? For what? Meeting vir- like virtually? Getting a different, getting a different vibe when you meet them versus um, if you were sometimes, talking to them for Sometimes, months. not always. Okay. So for me, it's a lot of the time. Um, but also I don't have much experience with it. So, well, I just mean, even in general, you know, yeah. um, the reason why I bring that up is because we're viewing, obviously we're viewing this all virtually, right? Right. I wonder what I would think of these people if you actually met, if them. I actually met them. And oh, yeah. second of all, because we don't have that visual cue, like I found, and this may be like totally tangential, but whatever, let's just do it. I found that for me, the times that, and again, I've, I also have never articulated this, so let's see if I can actually, you know, word vomit it out. The, the times that I've talked to people, right, and not seen them, and I'm talking to them on the phone for like a month or two, or I don't know, even just a couple of times, and I meet them in person, and there's nothing there, I found that if I had sight and if I had seen them, it wouldn't, like, things would not have progressed to that point to begin with, you know? Mm. And so I'm wondering, like, is my perception of, now when I say the bachelorette, I mean the actual woman, right? Claire, and then the, the next one, what's her name? Spoiler warning. Yeah, spoiler Tisha. warning, there's a change. Tasha. Uh, Tasha. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I like view them differently. Like, I, I'm just curious if I met them. Right. If well, I would view okay, them differently, well, because... I'm sure that if I could see them on the screen, I would think I would think of them differently. Not good or bad, just different, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, do you guys, both of you, and let's maybe start with Andrew, uh, like your perception of the person, of the human being that is Claire and then, you know, Tasha. Oh, yeah. Is that perception, uh, well, obviously, right? It's affecting how you view the whole show. Yeah, definitely. Um, is your, and then let me do a follow-up real quick. Is your attraction or lack of attraction to them affecting how you digest the show? Uh, certainly. I think that based on how much you're attracted to the, uh, the top, the subject of the show, basically, will certainly dictate how much 
you like or don't like the show because you're willing to put up with a lot more if you happen to like um, either Claire or Chasha on the show, depending on when you're watching it, right? So um, not not even that, like just uh, from a physical standpoint, if I, I've definitely noticed that if I meet someone and whereas before uh, before meeting them, like uh, if I'm interacting with them on the internet or through phone calls, they seem very dead or just not, uh, what is it? Just personality seems really flat, but once you meet them in person, it's like they, they talk way more. They are much more alert. They are paying attention and stuff like that. It's, um, the drastic difference and this, this difference definitely contributes to how much you're willing to put up with, because the more you're, the more interactive they are, I find the more I'm willing to let things slide a bit. Yeah. So, How about you, Simon? Does your attractiveness or does your attraction to Claire and then Tasha uh does that affect how you view the show? Uh nah, no. Nah. You don't think so? No. I like no. I, I'm glad I'm liking that we have like two opposing views. Because That's good. the way I view the show, um, I know that each girl is different and they're always going to have different like girls there. So, and like the show's basic principle is what it is. So it doesn't really change for me. All right. See, it makes, it makes all the difference for me. (laughs) (laughs) All the difference. All. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, okay. I can see. No, don't change your thing just because I I said it, bro. I know, I know, I know. But like in your case, depending on the person, um, it can change whether or not you like the person enough to keep watching that particular show with that particular person in it. But in terms of like what the show is actually about, no, it doesn't really change anything. No, but that's what I'm saying. For me, it's not just about do I keep watching or not. It changes the the show. Oh, yeah, it makes no. the show a different thing for me, like who it is, and I think the visual huh. aspect of being able to see the person is like mm. getting halfway to actually meeting. Like it's another element of getting to know them is seeing how they, because it's not just yeah. their appearance. You can see how they move. Are they a fidgeter? Do they like right, gesture right. with their hands a lot? You know, what like, kind of, like, do they blink a lot? Do they look, do they look mm. like, um, do they give eye contact to the people they're talking to? Like Interesting. all these different things are visual Body cues. language, like right. are they a good hugger? There was a big part of that first episode devoted just meeting and oh, hugging. They're all just hugging each yeah. other, man. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like um, um, what is it? Trauma, like COVID trauma. You know, like, yo, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like, come on. Yeah. I, mean, I know they quarantined. So uh, yeah. Joe was telling me they, they literally, everyone quarantined for two weeks. Which uh, sounds absolutely yeah. horrendous. But um, so I know, it's, <laughs> I know it's safe, but like, you know, you, you, for the last nine months, you're like so used to not seeing people shake hands and all of a sudden everyone's like hugging each other. I'm like, oh, what, what are you guys doing? You know? <laughs> well, I uh, mean, humans are social creatures, so. And related to that, uh, let me preface this by saying this is my opinion, but I had, I sighed, I had such a sigh of relief when they replaced Claire with Tasha because she um, is much more I mean, relatable. I think we both did, right? Although yeah. I'm not sure if we we're going to actually discuss this, but I believe we both did. Yeah, we all did, actually. We all did, I think. Um, uh, I'm, well, okay. So you guys had a problem with Claire. 
Um, yes. A bit. And yes. I, I had less of a problem with her. So the only thing is that it seemed like at by like even from the first episode, like when mm-hmm. Dale so let let me back up for a second. Joe, who's the guy that we know, yeah, he's a buddy of ours who was on the show. Uh, we know him through Achilles, right? This uh, the nonprofit mm-hmm. running group for people with disabilities. Apparently, yeah. Dale, who ended up marrying Claire, is also or was also a guide for Achilles, and he guided with Achilles' kids. Apparently, yeah. don't shoot me or shoot <laughs> me if you if, if that was misinformation. I think that's what it is. Um, but anyway, when he steps out, and after he and Claire meet, she goes through this thing where it's like, "Oh, I just met my future husband." Right. And ever since then, it seemed like she sort of just had her mind made up for him. Yeah. Okay. As a viewer, it sort of it 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 doesn't kill the show, but it's just like, all right, if you already decided, then what's the point of continuing on? You know. Okay. As a human being, I like I'm totally happy for them. Like I wish nothing but the best for them, and hope they you know help everything continues. But as a viewer of the show, I'm just like, all right, it's, you know, it, it, what, the whole point of the show is to find love. If you already found it, then, then something's got to yeah. change, right? Which they did. They ended yeah. up, and I'm glad she did. I'm glad she was like, all right, I found the person. You know, it, like, it would have been easier for her, I feel like, to just continue, like, faking it and just finish the show. Oof. Right? right? Like, I'm sure, I'm, I could be totally wrong, but what do you guys think? I could be totally wrong. But I'm pretty sure there was a little bit of pressure on her to just be like, just, just like suck it up, you know, drag it out to the end, pick Dale at the end, but like make it look like a regular full season, right? Because like, this is the first time they quit, like halfway through. Yeah, yeah, I certainly felt that. I, I was expecting that to be honest. I was expecting like, I don't the know. Some... Is my sister spoiled it for me, so I already knew it was coming. Yeah, you see, Simon is uh, not a faithful member of the fandom. No, he's he not. Uh, gets spoiled on everything. It's, it's uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. It's okay. Um, but point being that, like, I I was expecting them to try and drag it out or have some, you know, go through uh, the motions. Yeah, go through the motions, yeah. like some hidden daggers. Maybe I don't know, like just mm. try to spice it up by re-diverting the attention. And make it a story of like how will Dale and Claire persist through this? But no, I'm super glad with the replacement, the uh, bait and switch, as it were. Um, yeah, so, right. And, and then when they replaced her, mm-hmm. they bring in this girl, new girl, Tasha. Yep. And very I would different. say the, very, yeah, yeah, very different. I will say I like her better. The <laughs> the funniest part of of like so far, right, mm-hmm. is if you remember, I think it was Tasha's. Um, her first date with someone, they go horseback riding. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> and then they they go around. They're, they're like riding around in circles or something, like around this thing or whatever. Again, we can't see it, so we have no idea where the hell they're riding. But they're riding around something. Mm-hmm. And every like minute, this the the old dude from the show just pops up. <laughs> He's oh, like, "You yes, guys want Chris some Harris. ice cream?" <laughs> oh god, oh, yeah. I right? loved that. That was hilarious. This was like. Am I being sabotaged here? Or like, what's what's going on? Exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, a thirty seconds later, you guys want some some margaritas? You <laughs> <laughs> kept man. popping up, man. No, that was definitely uh, rough for that guy. I forgot his name, but like, yeah, that was super rough for him. Um, my favorite because I could, I would totally love this sort of date. 
um, which I think is why most people watch The Bachelor, is uh, when they had when she went out with um, well, that was the yeah, recent I, one, right? Yeah, yeah, the very recent, recent one where they did the recent. the room with the what is it called? They, like the the, the, the the you can't go on they the just floor. Played, or like, games yeah, and stuff. It's like yeah, she just the they played games like the floor is lava. Let's get let's go to the phone in my bedroom, but you can't touch the floor. And then they get to the phone, and she's like, "I I forgot the menu outside to yeah, order yeah, food." Yeah. <laughs> and it's love that, love that. It's absolute comedy, which is like uh, it's not stereotypical romantic stuff, right? It's like it's, it's like very, not. She's like a kid almost. Yeah, which I feel for, like it, it just it was like it was an, I it like was a that. surprise. It was I a, like that. It was yeah. like fresh air. It's like, like showing that. a different side of herself, and it was yeah. mainly for the guy's benefit, which. I found extremely sweet and like endearing. I know, so. me too, me too. So I think, I mean, all of this though, right? We're basically, so we're not watching with anyone sighted. Nope. So they're definitely like, it's almost like watching, oh wait, no, not almost. It is like watching a TV show or a movie without audio description, right? Where it's like, yeah. <laughs> for a lot of it, we're sort of making assumptions right. on what we yeah. think they're doing like remember there was um there was like the water game where they were like uh, the i don't remember uh, yeah. yeah yeah the pool game or something and they were like mm. they were like fighting it out and ended up like one guy elbowed some other dude accidentally quote unquote accidentally yeah. in the face oh, and yeah. Like, yeah and like all we hear for basically two minutes is like dudes yelling right yeah. yeah and so and like we didn't really get much out of it so it's like there is also parts where it's like so much of what we interpret is just through context, right? Definitely, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of just checking in with each other and being like, "Hey, what's that guy's name again?" It's just like, and we slowly try to piece together this huge picture of exactly uh, just like a puzzle. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I think of all. Okay, I, I would say on the spectrum of media that is very, very accessible to media that is not very accessible, I would say like action and adventure is usually the most inaccessible. Right. Right, I'm usually. Because there's, yeah. there's a lot, like, fight yeah. scenes and stuff. You just hear, like, yeah. smacking. I mean, you know, you can tell. But on oh, the spectrum, yeah. it's generally not so accessible. Usually, mm-hmm. comedy is the most accessible. Comedy or, like, drama. Or, exactly, or sitcoms or dramas and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like Friends or Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> Those, that type right. of stuff yeah. is pretty accessible. I would, where would you guys put this, put, put The Bachelorette? On that spectrum, from totally accessible to not at all. In the middle, right in the middle, like five. I'd yeah. say a little more than that. I'd say like moderate. So maybe mm-hmm. if a, on a scale of one to ten, I'd say like a seven. Ten being totally probably. accessible. Yeah, ten being completely accessible. Yeah, I agree. I would say seven or eight because because okay. um, I, 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 there was not, I don't think there was a single time when I watch this show and there was something very important that I wasn't able to understand. Yeah. You know, there, there, there are points where it's like, maybe it would have made a difference if I saw it, you know, for example, watching them jump from couch to couch or something, you know, to, to get to Mm -hmm. the the phone, but yeah, small details. details. Um, I think lots of big shows also have the benefit of the doubt because they're like transcripts you could find online, which I almost did for like the first couple of episodes just to help lessen the Oh like read along with the transcript of right. the actual like play by play. Yeah. Oh that's and interesting. I, I tried looking for it for the first couple of episodes, but I couldn't find any for the current season. Yeah. Unfortunately. So 
Um, but I mean, it's out there and see, I never know. thought to do this for the super interesting. Um, yeah. it's because I watch a lot of action adventure normally, which is why I resort to anime because anime is slightly more accessible than, um, compared to, I want to say like American genres, like, uh, like comic books and stuff like yeah. that. You know, we should definitely do an episode about like blind attraction and dating. We should. That thing, we should. I feel like that would be a good mental exploration. <laughs> I'll go cry my closet about my deep, dark past. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how do you know if it's dark if you can't see it? Oh, you mean like emotional? <clears throat> yeah, I got you. What, what is light? Gosh, I have, I, I, I have feels too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool, man. You got, y'all have anything else to add on this? On the Bachelorette? Mm, no. No. No? All right, cool. Well, I am very excited to actually dig into like blind relationships and things like how do blind people go on a date? Like, I feel like that'd be an interesting discussion, yeah. but that's for next time. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Well, hit us up on social media, run with chestnut, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, leave us a five star rating and review, and we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks Simon and Andrew. Cool. Indeed. Goodbye.